Welcome to Adult Crash Podcast. Episode 6. I'm your host with a mouthful of popcorn, Jordo. With the main homie, introduce yourself. What's up? It's Frank, everybody. Um, normally, we record this um, in the morning, but we both had, a, well, at least I had a pretty hectic day. So uh, we're going to do a little, a short little jammer tonight. Um, little jammers. Yeah, little jammer. Um, so we're going to talk about Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Before we get into that, mm-hmm. I um, have you seen all the MonsterVerse movies like Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, re- I, I, watched, I watched King of the Monsters the day before I watched. Um, yeah, I remember you told the me other that. One. Yeah. So I went back through after Godzilla vs. Kong and just rewatched all of them. Mm-hmm. Dude, those those movies, like the they're the really people good. Sto- they're really fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. I think that like one of the main uh, criticisms I that you hear of them is that the people stories or the human stories, mm-hmm. excuse me, are very weak, and that's true. Um. But, you know, like, revisiting Godzilla 2014, um, the human stories in that movie were fucking incredible. Brian Cranston's story Mm -hmm. was just, you know, about, like, the conspiracy he had about how his wife died. That was fucking insane. And then it turned out to be the Mutos, like, communicating or whatever. That that was fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Um, Kong versus... Well, go ahead. What? Sorry. I was gonna say no, no, you... the the human stories and um like I don't remember Skull Island too much. Um, I was but... I was about to talk about that because yeah. they, they they jammed like the issue with Kong Skull Island is they jammed so many characters into a movie, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, the best the best human story that has been in any. Of these MonsterVerse movies was John C. Riley's in Kong, uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, like the him and a Japanese pilot crashing or uh, crashing down in on the Skull Island, and then they like live there and become best friends. That was insane. Yeah, the um the human stories in King of the Monsters was really good. <clears throat> like, yeah, I, I like how it was like the environmental terrorist organization was Mm -hmm. like not really viewed as like the worst thing ever right but like because it was a very like they're they're doing the thanos thing where it's like well yeah uh, yeah the actions are terrible but the reasoning is justified justified to a point but still not to a point to a point yeah it's not it's not what you're doing it's how you're doing it um, yeah, exactly, but the only downside I thought to King of the Monsters was I feel like too many people like died unnecessarily. Yeah, the main cast. Like I feel like the 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 mother could have just left the fucking 
drone thing somewhere, and she could have just drove away. I mean, uh, I thought her death. I I thought her death was really powerful because, like, she felt guilty about what Ghidorah was doing because it was her fault. It is her she's fault. The one that, yeah, she, she's the one that released him, so she was like trying to redeem herself in her child's eyes because her because yeah. because her daughter was like, you know, you're a monster. And, oh like, yeah, she was like, she was like, fuck, I am a monster. I need to redeem myself. I feel like you can redeem and then, yourself and, without And that yourself. that also te- that also teed her up to give the 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 you know the line the long live the king when um Godzilla started to melt down and just like disintegrate Ghidorah. That as scene he, that as, like, fight scene was Dude, so that cool. part is insane, I dude. I love that scene. They they did and, like, they you, did Ghidorah you the really boom, well. Boom, boom, boom. And then like the wave of nuclear mm-hmm. energy and he his wings just start melting. Dude, that Oh yeah. Oh, these movies are so cool, dude. I, I want them to keep making them. It doesn't seem like there's anywhere to go after this one cuz me me and I, uh, me and Lawrence were talking about it after watching Kong Skull Island or sorry, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. And we were like, we don't know what big monster Godzilla has left to fight because like Ghidorah and Mecha Godzilla are like his two biggest bads. I mean, there's a Mecha Mecha Ghidorah too, isn't there? There is a Mecha Ghidorah. It seems a little silly to like bring him back already. Like you would bring him back maybe a third movie deep. Have have you been paying attention to the group chat? In King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. they use the oxygen oxygen destroyer mm-hmm. on Ghidorah. It yeah. didn't work, but didn't they work did use it on him. Mm-hmm. Um, the oxygen destroyer is the main element that create in, in, you know, kaiju lore is the main, um, you know, reason that the, the, the kaiju destroyer mm-hmm. becomes a thing. Yeah. So they, per- they perfectly tee that, 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 um, character up. Mm-hmm. So you, you do another movie that focuses just on Kong. You do a destroyer movie. And then you do another one with uh, Mecha Ghidorah. Because remember, Ghidorah had three heads. Mm-hmm. One of and... them still alive, technically. Well, so there was the one inside of Mecha Godzilla's head, and then there was the one in the, the institute that they were controlling it with. Yeah. So those those that's two heads that are um, that are accounted for, and then that third head is the one that I think the guy got at the in the post credit of King of the Monsters. That's true. Like, I think I I'm not sure if they've confirmed or denied any of that in, um, like like the, the the you know the developers. I don't know if they've confirmed any of that, but that's just where my head's going. Yeah. But but they perfectly tee up D- destroy us, so that would be um a, an avenue to take. It would but be going back going back to Kong Skull Island. Yeah. So you've got Monarch that needs to go in there and like you know investigate all the 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 major creatures. On the island, mm-hmm. they need. For some reason, they are like, we need a guide, and they take Tom Hiddleston, and then they're like, we need a photographer, so they bring Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston did not need to be in the movie at all. Okay, their stories, their stories don't fucking matter. That's like, kind of why like I said they, this movie was like forgettable out of the four. Yeah, yeah, dude, because there's like so many characters in the movie, and like. The best developed ones are Samuel L. Jackson's villain mm-hmm. and John C. Riley, and like if you just had like you know Monarch needing to go in, Samuel L. Jackson's army troop helping them go in, 
forget Tom Hiddleston, forget Brie Larson. They add nothing to the story. No, just fo- focus. So it's it would just be Monarch finding the creatures there, the army escorting them. They find John C. Riley. <gasps> it's a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And like Samuel L. Jackson's character is like you know war is never ending. And then John C. Riley's character is like war doesn't need to happen at all. We're all you know you take the uniforms off and we're all human. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that's a perfect dichotomy. That should have been the whole story. Well, honestly, all but, the all the movies have had a really good dichotomy. Like they all I have had so a, they all have had a great balance of like yeah. This is why you don't do this. This is yeah, why exactly. you do this. This is the repercussions yeah. of when you do this. Oh, like, dude! Like and then it, just one more thing about mm-hmm. Kong Island, and I'll move on. Okay. John C. Riley with a sword saying "Death before dishonor" in Japanese. <laughs> That is one of the hardest parts in a movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I, I'm torqued up when I see it. Alright. Anyway. Sorry for, about for, talking about... For your health. <laughs> for your health. His jacket says that. He's wearing a leather jacket that says for your health. Oh, Jesus back. Christ. I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude. One of the best. I, I love that shit so yeah. much. Alright. Uh, now, enough about all these old movies. Let's talk yeah. about this brand spanking new movie. Godzilla vs. Kong. That First was of all, so you, hard. So hard. I was about to say, Jordan, what did you think? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Like, the movie, like, the... So, the under the underlying story of it, where it's, like, the conspiracy theorist who's, like, running around with, like, the daughter from the last movie, and, yeah. you know, that's your subplot to why is Godzilla destroying all of these fucking places? Which, yeah. I'm so glad that it didn't turn out that Godzilla was being a villain. He was just, like... I don't fucking want them to build a robot of me, so I'm going to destroy all their bullshit. Which yeah, he could, he could tell. Yeah, he could tell. He could tell. Yeah. Um, which you know, some people are like, "That's super contrived. That's stupid. Like, how could he tell?" And he's like, "Dude, dude, shut the fuck up." Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's a kaiju movie. Like, stop it. See, this is my beef. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a simple explanation. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly. Yeah, hundred percent. And then like. When they get into, like, the fucking nitty-gritty of all the science stuff that actually wouldn't happen, like the mm-hmm. Hollow Earth shit, and people complain that, you know, that's stupid, but it's like, all right, that's uber-complex and stupid, Yeah. but you're also complaining about the super-simple-but-makes-sense stupid. Like, yeah. you're saying that that's stupid, too. Like, it's like, make up your mind, man. I don't, I don't believe in the Hollow Earth theory. Like, it's a, I, it's like Flat Earth. I don't agree, I don't agree with it either yeah but like them using that as a plot device in this movie i thought was like perfect and then it makes sense while all the other goofball shit's going on and where all these titans came from like yeah i thought the stuff with like kong being in like his land that like exists right was really neat and the fact that they always reference to like yeah you know they've been two species that have been fighting forever it's kind of giving like a a kind of a nod to the 60s movies yeah it, doesn't, it didn't really have to like there's so much like symbolism in the movie mm-hmm. like my my favorite bit of the symbolism i'll get to when we start talking about the fucking fights because the the, yeah. the the fight scenes were so good and They're beautiful one of the biggest complaints i had about some of the other movies is like all the fights happen at nighttime yeah. so it's like hard to see what's going on um and they finally had a fight scene during the day which yeah, dude. was sick. 
It was so sick. <laughs> um, I, I, man, I love this movie top to bottom. I, I watched it twice now, just because, like, and I don't usually watch movies twice. Because um, mm-hmm. once I watch it, I'm like, I locked it, I got it, I got the feeling, cool, next thing. I don't have time to watch yeah, it two I, times. I, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, if I've seen a movie once, I've only, I've never seen it, basically. I'll, I'll watch a wrestling match multiple times, um, but it's hard for me to sit through a movie multiple times. So, so yeah, dude, this movie fucking What did you think rocked. of it? Yeah, I I thought this movie fucking rocked. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like you know, you see the trailer for it, and you're like, "All right, this is gonna be sick." Yeah, and like that—that's kind of how like every trailer is. It's like, damn, that movie looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then you watch like some of them are bad. You know, not all, not every movie is good. I may like some bad movies, but I can acknowledge that not every movie is good. No, like it... so, like so, the trailer, and also being such a big fan, like. Uh, King of the Monsters, incredible movie. Yep. I like first the first time I watched it, I couldn't fucking believe that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, because like you know I've read reviews and they're like, oh, it's not that good. And I'm like, are you nuts? That yeah. shit was awesome, <laughs> dude. Ghidorah was so fucking scary in that movie. Yeah. Like Terrifying. just his his fucking size alone. Yeah. Like just oh, great. The, the fucking the fucking lightning around him all the time. Yeah. So sick. Oh. Anyway, that's another movie. We don't need to talk about it. Anyway, but, yeah, that's another movie. Like, I mean, like, this one, I, it's like, part of my beef is like, you know, the, the piling in too many characters and mm-hmm. introducing too many characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we just want to see Kong and Godzilla, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that there needs to be a human element that drives the story because... Um, if there wasn't, then it's like, all right, it's just two big monsters, uh, battling in a place where there's nobody, you know? So it makes sense. Like the human acts, the the human part of the story is kind of what like drives your emotional, you know, attachment to the movie investment in the movie. That's what, that's the better phrase. I mean, that's how all the old ones were, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it makes sense. And it's like, just you know, scale it back a little bit, dude. They like they introduce like ten characters every movie, and I'm like, all right, Millie Bobby Brown, the the daughter from the the, the last one, mm-hmm. she's she's great. Give her a best friend, the the New Zealander guy. That actor rocks. The kid he's, from yeah. Deadpool too. Yeah, he's funny as shit. I love that kid. Have you ever seen Hunt for the Wilder People? No. Nah. Uh, it was directed by Taika Waititi. And oh. that kid is that kid is the main sto- the main character in that movie. It is fucking hilarious, I st- and it's I, on Netflix. I still haven't seen that other Watiti movie, the the one where like the little kids running around with Hitler. Oh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. It's good. It's it's a lot. It's a lot darker than I I expected. Mm. Like because you know you walk, like everybody talking about that movie was like oh it's so funny and I watched it and I laughed a few times but it's like really dark so yeah. But it's good. Um, anyway, so but the, like you know, Millie Bobby Brown, you know, her character's good. Mm-hmm. You know, she has an investment in Godzilla as a character. That's great. Yeah, give her a friend. That's great. The podcast guy, love him. He's great. Yeah, he was hilarious um, the whole fucking movie. He yeah, cracked dude, he's me great. Up so much. Uh, this is my hand, my hand sanitizer that I made myself. Do you want to use it? And the guy's like, "No, nah, I'm good." And it's like, "Oh, don't eat that apple. It might be bad for you." And it's like, yeah. then he just sits down and starts chomping on it. 
Yeah, that's like so good. every every bit uh, that he was in, I thought I was going to be irritated by because I was like, yeah. like so when he first rolled in, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh god, a fucking conspiracy theory podcaster. Like I immediately was like rolling my eyes at that point, but I was like, yeah. well, okay, it. They're not beating this over the head and the whole thing, but I I did think it was hilarious how the dad was like, you know, oh, you're listening to those conspiracy theory podcasts again. I was worried it was going to like add validity to conspiracy theorists and yeah, yeah. be like, oh man, yeah, could, being a conspiracy theorist is dope. Fucking go for it. That's what you well, need to be. And I was worried that it was going to do that, but it didn't really take that narrative. Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference between a conspiracy theorist about somebody who thinks that the earth is flat and this guy thinks that this corporation is corrupt. Well, it's because you know? like things started like lining up too much because it was like conspiracy theorist, hollow earth. And I was like, oh, no, they're going to say that, like, the only reason that all these things can exist here is because the Earth is flat, too. And I thought they were just going to keep going in the, the the tier list of conspiracy theories. And eventually, but, like, you know, New Zealand isn't real or whatever. And then Australia isn't real. It's not. Um, it's an island they built to film Lord of the Rings. It's a soundstage that Warner, <laughs> Warner Brothers has a hand in because if Warner Brothers... Let's people know that Australia isn't real. Then it's a part of their whole scheme for when they filmed the moon landing, and that was done on a soundstage. So you know, Warner Brothers is invested in making sure that people don't know that Australia is fake. It's an actual, it's it's an actual conspiracy theory I heard from someone, and I laughed so hard and just strolled off. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just have another another beef I have. Like this is supposed to be a connected universe, and like. Ken Watanabe is in Godzilla 2014. He's mm-hmm. in, um, I think he's in the post credit of Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't quote me. Um, and he's in King of the Monsters. Aside from like him and the British lady who dies in King of the Monsters, Monarch is always run by different people. So you know, it's it's like I I I know where you're going with that. So I, it's like. I don't know, man. It's kind of like it fucks with the continuity if like you're introducing new people every single movie. So look at how many giant companies have to ditch a CEO and hire a CEO because one of them's in trouble, and then they gotta like do a little bit of transference. I think it makes sense why they have a different one every time. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's like an easy way to cop it out, but it's like that's like having that's my way. Having, I mean, yeah, but like having Ken Watanabe being in. 2014 and in King of the Monsters, that was awesome. Uh huh. And his like I I his death scene was beautiful. Yeah. It was like you know just like getting to be face to face with Godzilla, this creature that he revered so much. Another death that I didn't think was necessary. I disagree. I, mean, I don't think he need, I don't think he needed I mean, to go down there to die. But like, cool, you're dead now. But. Like I mean, I, he I mean, he was sacrificing himself because the world was going to end, like at the hands of Ghidorah. So it's like that nuke needed to go off close to Godzilla to supercharge him. Mm-hmm. But it's like they couldn't have just thrown the motherfucker in there. They established that the EMP, like you know, they their 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 weapon system was damaged. They couldn't shoot it. Because mm. remember, they went in the Hollow Earth tunnel, and when. The, Exactly, <laughs> but it, remember they went in the Hollow Earth tunnel and then it like they like landed on the ground mm-hmm. hard, 
and that like yeah. knocked out their weapon system. So so they explained it, and I I genuinely think that his death scene is beautiful and like it, it is. It, I just it, I just it, think I thought there was a bunch of like we're just writing in this death scene for the sake of having one. I disagree. I think the British lady. Ghidorah just stepping on her, that was written in for no fucking reason. She oh, didn't yeah. need to die. No. But enough about old movies. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the newest one. One of the running gags we had while we were watching it, because uh, a couple of us were watching it, and we were laughing about the name of the company that wants to go to Hollow Earth, the uh, Apex. Uh, Apex? Yeah. Yeah, because the people I was watching it with, we all play Apex Legends. So oh, that's funny. we were joking around and we were like, because the, the main dude kind of looks like one of the Mirage skins. And then the other guy who is like controlling Mechagodzilla, we were joking around that he seemed like uh, this one crypto. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was like a couple characters that we were like, oh, yeah, that's totally this character from the video game. And then it was just like hard to pay attention to anyone after that. That's why I rewatched it, because we were just clowning on that aspect. But no, nah, dude, like I think Apex was a great like, villain for the movie. Because, clearly, like, Kong and Godzilla aren't the villains. They're just being, like, manipulated yeah. by everybody. I thought yeah. it was really fucking cold of that Jane Goodall wannabe who was, like, <sighs> trying to fucking make that little kid, that little fucking mute kid, trick Godzilla. I'm like, dude, you're, yeah. you're already getting this kid to do shit that they're uncomfortable with putting uh kong through so i won't yeah. i will not call him king kong i'm sorry he has not gained the throne yet at kong well that was well he did because godzilla left nope we will get to that we will get to that so the uh they already convinced this little kid to do this then there was like a scene later in the movie where like they're trying to get him to go into that tunnel for hollow earth and mm-hmm. like she knows there ain't no way he's gonna go in there and they're like, well, just lie to him. Tell him that, like, his family's in there. And then he'll... And they didn't know that his, like, his family history existed in that place. But yeah. they were just like, yeah, lie to the fucking gorilla that is, like, your best friend. Who totally yeah. understands sign language and you wouldn't tell us. For obvious reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Because then they knew if they... I love that detail, too. Where they were like, oh, how do you know he was talking to you? And I was like, you fucking... I bet you he knows sign language. Like, mm-hmm. that that whole storyline between the girl and Kong was fucking great. That was, like, my favorite story arc of, like, human to Titan connection that was in the movie. Because mm-hmm. um, the Godzilla one, there really wasn't much. There wasn't any right, real human, right. There wasn't any human connection to Godzilla. But I think Kong and that, that kid were, like, probably the best ones. Um, but... I, I hate, like, I remember watching that scene where they were, like, trying to get her to use him to get into that tunnel, and I was like, they better not make this little, they better not, A, lie to this little fucking kid, and then, B, make this little kid lie to Kong, because that's just, I hated the idea of how, like, scummy everyone was in that movie, and, yeah. you know, I know there's people that are complaining that, like, the movie's biggest villain is, you know, corporations and people that run corporations. Yeah. But they are. <laughs> like, they literally are the enemy at the beginning of the movie, the middle of the movie, and the end of the movie. They're the yeah. they're the actual villain. Um, I don't know. I saw some film reviewer who was very upset that multi-corpora- multi-million dollar corporations 
were the villain of Godzilla versus Kong. And I'm like, cool, cool, man. Bezos must Dude. love you. Dude, multi-million dollar or multi-billion dollar corporations are the villain in real life. Yeah. yeah. Like, like every movie. And, 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 and in that light, Godzilla versus Kong is a true story. Yeah. Well, because like, like Godzilla of 2014 and Kong are both like, war is bad, right? Yeah. Um, King of the Monsters is if you destroy the balance of nature, nature will eventually get rid of you. Because, uh, you know, cli- yeah. climate change is a fucking problem. So that's the yeah. story of that one. And then this one is when you let giant fucking mega corporations get involved in nature, sometimes it fucks things up. Yeah. So I love the overarching story arc of, like, environmentalism is important and capitalism sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the uh, let's get to the fight scenes because that's the meat and potatoes of all these movies. Yeah. So the first um, the first fight scene on the boat. The boat. Oh my god. Kong and got his ass whoopeded in that one. Well, yeah. Well, he was tied up and then like released, but yeah. also he was he was on a boat. Yeah. He's like he's not like I'm on a boat. It's, it's not equal ground. I mean, Godzilla's no. like main main area is the ocean. So and when like, I saw that fight scene in the trailer, I was like that's where either Kong dies, or they have some like cop out, like quick little fight there, and it moves on. Because Kong fucked up so many boats, <laughs> jump that that whole scene where he's jumping boat to boat to boat yeah. is just it fucking kills me. Because I'm like, dude, it's he's just though. stomping on fucking human life. <laughs> it's like, does it matter? Um, so sick. But yeah, that that fight scene I thought was like pretty good by showing that like Kong can't like because that's what you got to do in these kind of movies, like. You have to set up everyone in the environment that nerds will argue about whether or mm-hmm. not they can win in that environment. It's yeah. like Goku fights Superman. Like, okay, well, are they allowed to fight on like a planet with a red sun or Earth sun? Um, is Goku allowed to go Super Saiyan or not? It's like all these things that you have to juggle into the the versus, you know, the fantasy versus yeah. match. So yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we have to have a fight to see how Kong can handle fighting Godzilla in his natural habitat, which is the water. Perfect. Then we get the glorious, glorious fucking, like, what felt like a 20-minute fight scene between between Kong and Godzilla, and then Kong-Godzilla and Mecha-Godzilla. Just fucking beautiful. Fucking beautiful fight. It felt like like they lived. You forgot the um, got or you forgot King Kong going into uh, Hollow Earth and fighting the serpents with the wings. I did for, sick. I did forget about that because that, that shit was sick. Eh, it was okay. <laughs> um, that's I just thought that was like a like a mini boss of anything going on. It was like yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was pretty he cool. Took two of them on. Yeah, King Kong rock man. Oh yeah, because he like ripped the fucking thing's head off. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that part was dope. And then he was fighting some bat things in there when he got his fucking yeah. Uh, was it when he got his axe made out of a piece of Godzilla? Yes. Which, as soon as I saw that thing, I was like, "That's a piece of fucking Godzilla scales, isn't it?" Yeah. Yeah. When they showed it in the trailer, it was like that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And see, 
primates can make tools mm -hmm. and turn the tide. Without that tool, though, he wouldn't have stood a chance. Yeah. And he still got his ass kicked. Yeah, but Godzilla got his ass kicked by Mechagodzilla and needed King Kong's help. Yes, but Kong needed human help to even be a part of the fight again. So did Godzilla in King of the Monsters. Yes. He needed that nuclear bomb to yes. speed up his healing process. Which shows that no matter how much nature is stronger than us, hum it, it needs humans. <laughs> <laughs> that, if, if, if you take anything away from these movies, it's that. That, hu it's that humans we, are still <laughs> fucking important. It's it's that we definitely need to be here. That yeah. fight in Tokyo, I'm, I've got it pulled up on my computer right now. It's fucking beautiful. It's so dude. like the color, the color schemes to everything are great. As did I send you guys the that meme that like the bisexual lighting? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, how yeah. They, they use like it the, in that too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So Godzilla and King Kong are both bisexual, according to that meme because of that's color, that's color canon. lighting. That's okay. That's, that's fine. canon. That's fine. I mean, dude, it's a killer fight. They're titans and like. I mean, like, King Kong, or I'll just call him Kong, because technically he's not King Kong yet. He's not. See, that's, he's not see, 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 that's the thing, man. Like, they've left, it, they've left it wide open to give him another movie where he gets established as King Kong. He won't. Like, he can't. What are you talking about he can't? They're like, that? Like, all right. I know you're of the mind that Kong is the winner of that movie. I, I just think it's it's important to acknowledge that Godzilla is leaving. I, I, the way that I see Godzilla's leaving scene, mm -hmm. I take that as Godzilla is leaving humanity in King in Kong's hands. See, I don't. I feel like he's rolling out. So I see it as the two of them have the standoff. Kong nods as like not a bow, not like all right. Because remember, they always said, like, Kong bows to no one, right? Yeah. I don't see it as him doing a bow. I saw it as him just doing a nod and be like, you want to go again? Or are we good? And Kong buries the hatchet, visually and figuratively. Like, he threw the, the axe into the ground, and he's like, he you know what? It. He dropped it. He buried it. That's what I'm saying. He like, dropped it. It's he didn't bury me it. Metaphorically, he it. metaphorically, he put he laid down his arms and he was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, because he was like Godzilla didn't want the smoke. No, Godzilla gave all the smoke. That was the thing. He smoked the dog shit out of Kong. He fucking broke his shoulder. Dude, but but everybody's stomped, argument stomped that his soul in. every everybody's everybody's argument that King Kong needed to get restarted, Godzilla did too in the last movie. He did. He did. But they are equals. They are you know what? Fine. I'm not going to say that Kong's the winner anymore, mm -hmm. but I'm saying they're equals. They I, are I'll, on par yeah, with no, each other. For, I will do I will say that, but like if they were going to go a third round, Zilly would have beat him down again. No way! Kong got recharged. He was good to go. Here's why Godzilla and he's also even... and he's also hyped the fuck up because he just tore Mechagodzilla apart. He is hyped up from that. Which, he's when he's he... going straight. He's when... running straight yeah. on adrenaline. When he went like Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat and just yeah ganked off his fucking head. That was so sick. Like I I, I audibly gasped and was like, oh fuck yeah, let's go. Um. But the uh, 
the so here's here's the only only reason that I I stand by Godzilla would have whipped his ass a fourth time. Oh no, third time. Yeah. Is Godzilla did not go shin in this movie. He did not do the Shin Godzilla thing at all. If he did, Kong couldn't touch him. He couldn't do anything that's to him. That's true. So yeah, but the but that's that's but that God, last Godzilla, level of smoke. See, that's the thing. That's yeah, like but Godzilla Godzilla would Godzilla would require another nuclear bomb to just get to that point. He would, but so just saying that's the only thing that. Zilly didn't pull out of his fucking bag of tricks. Well, but but that's the thing, because Zilly can't do that because the humans have to feed him the, the nuclear bomb. He could get a nuclear bomb. He could. He could. He could try to he could try to find one. He could have but he could have dove in the water. He could have swung swum his ass to North Korea. Not that far from where he is. It's true. Could have nabbed one. Been like, hey Kimmy, I'm taking this. You can't do shit about it. And he would have had a fucking <laughs> Nuclear Sinzu bean, and he would have been straight, and he would have fucking came back. He would have yelled at King or yelled at Kong, call him Equal Kong. He yells at Equal Kong, and and he's like, "Hey man, let's go." Kong. I'm I'm on fire now. Like anything I touch melts. Come at me, and he and Kong would be like, "Oh, I'm good. You you you're on the juice. I'm off," and he leaves. Yeah, but that, that didn't happen. It didn't so happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It's a hypothetical. They're, but it's a hypothetical that a nerd has I'm to bring you up right in these now, situations. They they fought if they fought for a third time, Godzilla I mean, I'm sorry, Kong would have been so amped up on adrenaline adrenaline, mm-hmm. he would have given Godzilla a run for his fucking money. Possibly. But also remember Godzilla never hit him once with that fucking beam. <clears throat> That beam would have toasted his ass. Yeah, because because Kong was running defense, baby. Oh no, he, he was. Kept, yeah, like, he literally he, he, he kept literally like, kept like t- sidestepping. He shutter stepped. Yeah, in, did everything he was supposed to. He bobbed and weaved like he a, bobbed but, and weaved. He bobbed and weaved, and he never could hit him with it. But you know, the second that shit claps him, he's done. You're getting a yeah. five five thousand ton body bag the second he gets hit with that shit. Yeah, hence why he has the axe. To protect himself. Yeah. But... And hence why he's got such skillful D. Mm. He has skillful D. But... Anytime Kong got him... Or anytime Godzilla got him trapped up with that tail... It was like barely anything he could do. Except try to wiggle the fuck out of it. So like... He has more... Because that's what someone was saying. It was like... How is he going to (laughs) box? Like... Kong. Kong. Kong's got the reach... Godzilla has the little little hands, right? So I mean, they aren't that little in canon. Like they're not that little in so, canon. So so I remember them being way shorter in 2014. Mm-hmm. I swear uh, he was a T Rex in that movie. Yeah, me yeah. too, dude. I, I thought couldn't... he had nubs. I did not remember him having long arms, but mm-hmm. like I, we, I watched it this week, and he's got. It's like it's they're the same length as they are in King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, like. Oh, overall, that movie was so good. I didn't know I wanted that movie to be as good as it was. I was just expecting yeah. to sit down and watch a monster movie, but I, I, I yeah, me too, dude. I love monster movies. They, they're... I think we all, I think we, we all walked into it like not anticipating like this good of a movie. Yeah, and then we got that good of a fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's a style of movie that I don't think it's done enough. It doesn't get done well. It's like how I love space adventure, and for the longest time, all I had was 
Star Trek, Star Wars, and Galaxy Quest, and that was it. Now there's all these fucking yeah. crazy. Have you ever watched Galaxy Quest? I have not, dude. Late '90s movie starring Tim Allen. Ugh, hold, you're already hold on, on. You're, hold you're... on. I know, I know. Tim Allen's not a good person nowadays, but it's Tim Allen, and he is the star of a Star Trek esque TV show. And there are aliens from another like galaxy that think it's a real show. So they go and kidnap them, the the cast from a comic con, and put them into like a situation where they're like actually in space and have to control a ship based off of their TV show and fight an actual like space monster villain. It's like a it's mm. a goofy ass comedy, but like it was one of my favorite like oh and um ah what's his name. Uh, Yeah, Rickman. There we go. Uh, Alan Rickman's in it, who basically plays a Spock character. And Sigourney Weaver's in it, apparently. I think you would really like this movie if you watched it. Yeah, it looks like it's... It looks promising. Like, if you skitter past Tim, your hate for Tim Allen, it's it's fun. It's a really fun movie. That'll be tough to do. Because it's a very deep and fueled hatred. So what's your, like, major beef with Tim Allen other than, like... He's just he's just a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I mean, granted. I've never thought... I've never thought... Like, it's just... it's kind of, My beef with him is kind of the same as my beef with fucking uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I don't think either of them are funny. And, like, knowing what I know about... I really like Jerry Tim Seinfeld. Al- who, who... I know you do. Knowing what I know about who Tim Allen is as a person, mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like, fuck this guy, you know? Yeah, no, that's... I mean... As a person, yeah, and I I hate his Last Man Standing show, like the whole, a whole prop like character concept for him on that show. I just I don't like. I've never liked it. He's like a, a Kmart Bill O'Reilly on that show, and I just don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But he's Buzz Lightyear, and he was the guy from Home Improvement. So those are at least two things you can kind of. Yeah. Sep- separate the art from the artist. No I'm kidding. <laughs> I definitely can for Toy Story because, like, that's like my childhood, man. Yeah. Speaking of, um, R.I.P. D.M.X. for this episode. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I should have led with that instead of trying to introduce a show with uh, popcorn in my fucking mouth. It was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame me. You could have <laughs> done whatever you wanted to. Whatever. I'm good to committing to a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's my life um, now. What else have you good. watched this week? Uh, we don't need to get into it. We can we can just because I like it's like um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to watch that because so. I'm very not invested in it. But I hear it, it's gotten better. I hear it's gotten better. I gotta just find time to watch it. I I will say because I've already said it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, these so at, for everybody at home, uh, episodes one and two. Definitely rubbed me the wrong way for how this movie was, how this show was set up. Yeah. But episode three and four have completely renewed my faith in it, and I cannot wait for episode five and six. Well, like, because one and two are so, like, drastically disjointed in yeah. their, their pacing and their characters. So it's like, yeah. I mean, we went over this in the last episode, but it, it, it is just very, like, night and day a different show between episode one and two so that's kind of what yeah, made yeah. me go like ah, i'm gonna sit out on this one also it's been an extremely busy wrestling week so that's mainly what's been going on like there's a two-day wrestling pay-per-view wednesday and thursday 
and then there's a two-day wrestling pay-per-view today and tomorrow, and then other shit going on throughout the whole fucking week. So, oh, I did do a Star Wars rewatch. I uh, watched the original, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm tired, so I'm like mumbling. Trilogy. Original trilogy, prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. sequel trilogy. And you know that original trilogy is just. I used to be a Star Wars hater, and I don't know. How it kind of took hate Star Wars. I don't know. So, it, so my beef with it was 100% the fans. See, if you disassociate the fans from a lot of things, it well, can make see, you enjoy I, stuff. But I see, can't. I refused. I refused to for years. It wasn't until I saw the trailer for Rogue One, and I was like, "Was the first time I was like, all right, maybe that looks cool." Holy shit, that and deep? That, yeah, dude. And then wow. I saw the trailer, and then shut up. Let me talk. God wow. damn. Wow. And then I saw the trailer for The Force Awakens. And the the Force Awakens trailer was like, all right, I'm going to start watching these movies because that just looks incredible. So what I did was I went to, to Walmart and I bought the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy on Blu-ray. And mm-hmm. that weekend, me and Jeremy, damn it, that's a dollar to him. That's a dollar. He, he got so much he money said, in the last episode. Dude, the last episode, oh, God, he... So much money. He's got twelve yeah, he dollars told, coming his way. Yeah, he told me we owe him a dollar for every time we say his name. But I guess but that, that it's weekend, the long story arc until he just becomes a running cast member on the show. It's it's not going to happen. He doesn't like talking. But so that so I bought you know the 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 two pack the the three packs the two three packs of the the the, the two trilogies. Mm-hmm. And that weekend we watched them all. And then it was when Rogue One was in theaters. Mm-hmm. So we went, so we watched all that shit, went and saw Rogue One, blew, blew, blew both of us away. Mm-hmm. Rogue One. Rogue One's perfect. Rogue One, I, I'm willing to go out on a limb here and say that's probably the best Star Wars movie. Hands down. Like, best Star Wars like, movie. Like, when it comes to the original trilogy, like, you know, when it comes to how they influence culture and like just how good they are as movies in general, mm-hmm. they're great. But like that, that can all be considered subjective. It's a fact that Rogue One is a perfect fucking movie. Yeah, it is just it's so goddamn good. It's one of the best Star Wars movies without a Skywalker in it. Yeah, it's so good. Technically, without I mean, a Skywalker, I mean there is a. I mean, Leia's in Le- it. Leia's I mean, in it we'll, for like we'll, we'll, a pinch, and, and Vader's in and, it, for and a Vader's pinch. in it. Yeah, 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 but but they're not the central arc of the story. No, know? no, they're so, not. And it's it's incredible to just see an incredible story in this universe without any of the main like you know characters that have made it so famous. Yeah. So and for it to and for it to be a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Well, because like. Like I go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. A New Hope's not a perfect movie. No. Uh, Return of the Jedi is not a perfect movie. Empire Strikes Back is a perfect movie. Perfect movie. Perfect fucking movie. Yeah. But, but, but just like I'm just saying, like it, like the it is unfucking believable how good Rogue One is. Well, Rogue One really got me excited because, like, so I saw Star- I saw New Hope for the first time when I was five. Um, so 1992. Um, 
and there was like the year i was born hey welcome to the earth buddy you're gonna hate it here (laughs) 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 um but the uh it's true it's true welcome to existence pal this is gonna be awful um but no like my uh my dad and my older brother were watching A New Hope, and I saw it for the first time. No idea what the fuck it was. I watched the shit out of it. Then I was like, I want to watch that movie again. And they were like, oh, well, we have Empire. And we watched Empire. And I was like, cool. I want to watch that movie again. And they're like, oh, no, we have Return of the Jedi. Watch that again. So, like, I was very invested in Star Wars. I was able to see Star Wars episodes 4, 5, and 6 when they got re-released in theaters in the late yeah. 90s, like right before mm-hmm. um, Phantom Menace came out, yep. which was yeah, yeah. cool as shit seeing those movies on a big screen when, like, I didn't, I, they didn't really re-release movies much back then. Like no, they do now. no, not at all. So that was a really it's cool like a no, It's like a novelty now. It because, is. Because, like, you know, I, like, for example, I've seen Predator and Alien. I've seen both of them in the theaters. Because, yeah. like, theaters were doing, like, special screenings of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw and Halloween like, 1 and, uh, like, Zombie 2 and Suspiria, like, all in mm-hmm. one night on, like, Halloween two years ago. <sighs> so oh, sick. man. Mm-hmm. Love those movies. Um, all restored in 4K, like, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, dude, I, I miss going to the theater so much. Me too. Um, I'm ready to go back soon. Uh, soon so, as soon as I get the vaccine. Yeah, I saw Beth got hers. Are you getting yours soon? Uh, I'm fucking waiting. <laughs> Dude, I don't have any pre-existing sign. health conditions, and I'm in an industry that is no longer a priority because no one needs me to get them food anymore. Like last year, I was a hero for three months, and then uh, yeah. now I'm just a fucking bartender again. Great, <laughs> but uh, but no, um, but with the Star Wars thing though, yeah. Um, yeah. So like. The, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so, the the prequel trilogy, when I was growing up, made me so angry, um, and I had loved the Star Wars that my, my dad grew up on, my yeah. Star Wars was trash, and then yeah. the Star Wars that got promised to me from Disney, all fucking delivered, in the Skywalker story arc, right? And mm-hmm. then, when they said they were doing Rogue One... I got super jazzed because I was like, okay, cool. This is Disney's chance to show me what they can do without a Skywalker involved. And they knocked it out of the fucking park and it went fucking six blocks further and crashed through a motherfucker's window. Like, it's so so fucking good. So then after that, I was like, cool, Disney, give me fucking Star Wars shit. Like the universe lore is super deep. There's so many characters to tell stories of. There's so many stories to tell of characters that have nothing to do with major plot. Just give me Star Wars. I yeah. there's been there was such a drought of Star Wars content for so long. Like yeah. I'm just really excited that there's like more Star Wars shit. I know people are like, oh it's diluting it. And I'm like, fuck you. I like having Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's fun just to have it, you know? Yeah. Like I'm all these all these it. all these shows that are getting promised in like movies and shorts, like there's an Obi Wan show. There's um, oh, I can't wait for that, dude. Yeah, and the Rogue that, Squadron show. Yeah, that's gonna be sick too. Yeah, and the the Boba Fett show. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be sick. The Book of yeah. Fett. They're gonna fucking finally give that character a reason for people to be so hype on him. 
Yeah, other than being in like Star Wars for 45 minutes tops, maybe. Less than that, man. Maybe a half like, hour. The first time, like that time, you know, that was the first time I ever, like I've seen these movies before this. And like watching them, I never cared about them. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like I vehemently hated them until I came around. Yeah. It was just, I, I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, that time that I paid attention watching them, and I saw how little Boba Fett was in it, and I'm like, dude, people dress up as this motherfucker. People, like, talk about this guy like he's actually done some shit. I mean, and it's he's like, fucking cool. Well, he is he cool, he hasn't dude, done anything in those movies. I think, I think the coolest, like, he, he fucking rocks in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The fact that they gave us him... And it's like, damn, he actually does rock. And they proved it. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But going back to the prequels. So I, a child that did not care about Star Wars, I saw all the Phantom Menace in theaters. I, and that can just attest to how much marketing works. Because like the previews, the marketing for that fucking movie, I was just like, this movie looks cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Now... I was a kid, so I didn't really pay attention to dialogue when I was watching movies, but yeah. everything, like, watching that movie and everybody complaining about how boring it was, just, I I was thinking about how cool everything looked. Like, like even Queen Amidala's designs, like her like her, like her dresses mm-hmm. and, like, the, the headdresses and, like, just, like, seeing how, like, you know, how, I, I don't know, how much, how much de- detail and shit they went into the set. Designs and like the CGI designs. Yeah, you got wrapped up in didn't the, you got wrapped up in the spectacle of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, this movie's cool. And then and then you get quite possibly one of the best lights lightsaber duels in the entire franchise. With you know the duel of fates. You get fucking Qui Gon, fuck Obi Wan, and Darth fucking Maul. Yeah. Like that was so sick. So that fight scene had the I feel out of all three of the prequel movies is the only one with any energy or sense of urgency to it. Every other lightsaber duel throughout mm-hmm. the entire rest of the trilogy is so flat and boring that like it just doesn't fucking matter. I, mean, I never feel like there's any tension it, it was, in any it, lightsaber duel in the rest of the films. It was all spectacle and like part of the problem with that is like some of the duels are with like it's like Yoda like it's a C- and they CGI'd Yoda. Like had yeah, they figured I, out how to do like so a much. puppet? How, if had they figured out how to do like a puppet Yoda where it, like he lightsaber de- like duel, that mm-hmm. would have been cool. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I don't think they could have like re- I don't think in the in in that moment they could have realized how how bad that CGI was going to hold up. Also, it just looks it makes silly. no fucking sense because for Yoda's race, right? They're old as shit. They age at a much slower pace. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me Yeah. That that dickhead is on his deathbed in Return of the Jedi, but twenty years before that, which is like a week, it's it's thirty-two. Thirty, oh sorry, thirty-two years years prior to that, which is basically a day and a half in his race in the way they age. He's able to jump around like a fucking jacked-up clown, and then die basically a week later by the way his race ages. It doesn't make any sense. Don't tell the me Empire, about the force. Don't the, tell me about the force. Fuck the, the dark force. side. The du- okay, okay, Mister Star Wars fan. <laughs> it's an easy explanation. The dark side of the force had drained him of his energy and his will to live, and clouded his 
I don't fucking know. That is, that is a popcorn fart of a fucking excuse. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I I'm using Star Wars logic, baby. Like that's that's kind of like how, that's how, that's how I take it. I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know, I figured when I when I saw that in theaters, it was very contrived, and I felt like it didn't make sense for what I had seen in the. Yeah, I think trilogy. that. I think okay. I think. There's a lot of cool stuff in all of the prequels. Mm-hmm. I I think that they should have let... I think that George Lucas should have written the story and then somebody who's better at writing a script rewrite it and then get Lawrence Kasdan to direct it or whoever directed Empire. Was it Lawrence Kasdan? Hold on, let me look at I'm up. I'm so bad at names. <laughs> See, that's I the... Is, that's, that's part of... I'm really good with names, so th- that's why I get really mad when I forget. I'm good with faces. I'm that side of the brain dominant, whatever one that is. I'm, I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad that I'm just. I'm on my computer, doing this. Oh yeah, I mean my computer's right here, so I have I have Google pulled up anytime we need to make a a peep. So look, okay, so Empire Strikes Back. Okay, so Lawrence Kasdan is the guy that um, helped. Um, write the screenplay for mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Irvin Kirshner. That's who directed it. Okay. Such a good movie. Oh, yeah. See, St- starts starts he... off like at 100 miles per hour, lets off the gas a little bit, revs it back up, lets off the gas a little bit. Oh, yeah. Master you know what other movie does that? The Last Jedi. That is... One of the best Star Wars movies ever made. Mm-hmm. I swear. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. I like Rise of the Skywalker too. I know you don't like it, but I, I fucking hate that fucking I movie. I had a lot of fun. That's all I care about. In I know. Movie. And if it, a movie makes me have fun, beef, I feel like it's good. But that's not the case because you I had a lot of fun when I had a lot of fun when I saw the theatrical re- release of uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. In the moment, and then when I had time to reflect on how garbage the movie was, I realized it was a bad movie. But my beef with Rise of Skywalker, I'm not done talking about the, the prequels, but but oh, I'll, no, go I'll, I'll go, go into this. Go Rise of Skywalker, Disney mandated that they completely do away with any and every plot point that Ryan Johnson set up in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because of the vocal minority fucking douche bros that hated The Last Jedi. That movie was good, dude. And, like, so many people hated it. Like, a lot of people hated it, but most of the people that I talked to about that movie loved it. Oh, what, Last Jedi? There was, like, a... Yeah, Last Jedi yeah, was fun, was too. A, I had fun with all of the, there, the last... There was, a ha- there was a handful of, pe- like, people who I know who were mad that they killed Admiral Akbar, mm-hmm. And I get that. That's that's a beloved character. But I think that just added to the gravity of the situation that our fucking heroes were in in the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and like all of those movies were set up to basically kill off all of our childhood heroes and, so, and no, prop, no, 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 and prop no. them up differently. <laughs> that's wrong. So, uh, what's his name? The, the guy that did Rise of Skywalker and Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. His first movie, Force Awakens, one of the best. I love that movie really so good. much. And anybody, anybody that says it's just a rehashing of A New Hope is an idiot because the entire final act is different. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's good. Anyway. Yeah. So he played to everybody's nostalgia strings. And then he takes them and away. And then Ryan Johnson... 
No, no, no. He doesn't. Ryan Johnson did. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson's the one who wrote a movie where most of the, the original cast is kind of just downplayed, like not important. Mm-hmm. And and like even Kylo says it in The Last Jedi, um, forget the past, kill it if you have to. That line is so Ryan hard. John- I love that line. Yeah, dude. Ryan Johnson was setting up a new frontier mm-hmm. for the next movie. Like he was setting up like just a huge, broad, you know, struggle and story concept for the next movie. And then Disney was like, "Oh no, people didn't like it. Can we give them some more nostalgia?" And then they brought J.J. Abrams back, and we're like, "Nostalgia, no substance. Nostalgia, dude. I fucking hate the Rise of Skywalker. I have." I don't like rewatching movies that I don't like. I don't care. I ah, whatever. <laughs> I'm thinking analytically, baby, and I just I have a terrible time. Be- and and I think I hate it so much because of all of the potential that the Last Jedi set up the for the last movie mm. for it to completely fall on its face and not um, come to any of the conclusions that it could have. I'm revving this one up. So this is how you feel about this movie the way I felt about Days of Future Past because the production company is like, here's your movie, fucking fit this in. Yeah. (laughs) And you know that it's a totally contrived plot point because the production company wants it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But... That's like the I'm just last pointing out it's min- exactly the same. Yeah, no, no, you're you're okay. absolutely right. But I'm saying, but the point, the that part that you don't like is like the last minute and a half of X Men: Days of Future's Past. The the my beef is that it's the entire fucking movie of the Rise of Skywalker. Oh no, I I I get that. But like, so what is like <laughs> if you had to grab your your main beef with? Rise of the Skywalker. Like, though, there's one point in the movie that you're like, "This is dog shit." What would that? The fact that they brought Pal- the the fact that they brought Palpatine back. There was no fucking point to bring Pal- Palpatine back. There's no need. They should have explored Snoke's character more. So Ryan Johnson killed Snoke. Mm-hmm. And okay, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. They I thought Palpatine Snoke's being character. like the hidden hand behind the whole thing. It stupid. ties stupid. No, it no, no, it, fucking stupid. No, it puts a cap on the entire fucking like franchise from the, from the prequels to this. He is always the, the, the last bad in each trilogy. It makes sense to end the trilogy with him. And that's now just the throwing next... a nostalgia. No, 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 no. That's just throwing a nostalgia bone to the fucking dickheads who were mad. Add that last Jedi uh, branched off too more. Too no, far. no, that's all it was. No, that's all. No. It was, I feel like because you can't prove that he died falling in that pit in Return of the Jedi. There's no like definitive like explosion. he died there. There's an explosion. Yeah, I just watched the movie this week. There's an explosion. That was him protecting himself with Force energy. Oh my god! He used electricity to stop his fall, and all that shit went up and just burned him a little bit more. No, no, no. You know what? After thinking about it, Last Jedi, Kylo kills Snoke. Mm -hmm. At the end of The Last Jedi, Kylo is the bad guy. Yeah. Ryan Johnson was setting up the last movie, Kylo was going to be the villain. Mm -hmm. 
it should have just been that him the first order versus the 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 newly the, the the now called rebellion rather than resistance by the way i hate the fact that they called it the resistance in oh, the force awakens yeah. that was the worst that was dumb but i am happy that he did redeem himself because i i liked the overarching storyline through all three movies that he is not necessarily stoked to be the bad guy he's just filling a that's role that's true i mean and i'm happy yeah, that, that they was were a- like, cuz the whole reason he is who he is is because Luke Skywalker is a bad character, like he's always been. And the fact that he was the reason this kid decided to go to the dark side because of his, you know, fucking power. His fear. His fear. His fear. Yeah, which I love the fact that Luke Skywalker is a flawed character, always has been, and the movie where he fucking redeems himself by sacrificing himself is like the least shit dick move that he could possibly do. In his whole fucking life, because in Return of the in A New Hope, he was a he was an asshole from ninety percent well, of the a movie. Kid, dude, he was a whiny he's kid. A kid. Exactly, he's a whiny, he's a whiny kid. kid. He's a whiny kid the whole movie. Cool. You have one. He has his high school football moment, destroying the fucking Death Star, and then yeah. two movies. He's this like fucking like egotistical, basically on the verge of the dark side fucking wimp who's like living in his past glory and then the new movies it's the same thing he's living in his past glory and hiding out on a fucking hill he's doing the equivalent of sitting in a townie bar no he's not he's he's living in shame he's living on that island because he's ashamed Mm -hmm. of the fact that he believed that 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 he turned on his student he's ashamed of himself He's not basking in his glory. He's ashamed of it. He's a no. He's ashamed. He says, he's, he he's says, ashamed of he what he did it. to Kylo. But like, he still knows that he's like hot shit from like back in the day. Dude, do you do, do you not remember anything about the Last Jedi? He says maybe I don't. That you obviously don't maybe because he it. he's literally he, he's talking about the hubris of the Jedi Temple of the mm-hmm. Jedi Order. Yeah, he's like he's like at the height of their power. Um, um, uh, Sidious, or I'm sorry, Palpatine rose to power, and the Sith took over at the height of the Jedi's power because they were so fucking cocky they didn't notice it. Oh, and yeah. maybe I do need to rewatch it because it, it. I haven't seen it. You since, do, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out in the, theaters. So the, the so um, Luke Skywalker's character characterization in the last jedi is is one of the things that people hate the most about like the the dorks the 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 the, the very loud minority the dorks that they're like they're like you know oh, luke skywalker wouldn't be he wouldn't be jaded he would be yeah. hopeful it's like dude no 30 yeah. years later hey, that's the dark not side my came, skywalker crowd the, the, the the dark side came back and it came back because of what he did to his student mm-hmm he believed that he could help his nephew harness the power because he because he was a legend because he had that mighty skywalker blood in him he, this is all quotes from the movie yeah yeah luke skywalker is ashamed of him of himself of him ah i'm so tired fuck <laughs> luke skywalker is ashamed of himself because he got cocky and thought he could bring back the Jedi Order when he when it just didn't need to happen. That's exactly what he's saying. So basically. maybe the wires he's in my said, brains got crossed from the 
from the flashback parts where he's talking about that's why he was that's why he's in yes. the position he's in because of how he was cocky before. Yes. So again, exactly. I haven't seen the movie in a while, so that's that wire got crossed in my head. Dude, I apologize. I, I saw that. I'm not a big Star Wars nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I forgive. Yeah, dude. I, I saw that. I saw like I saw that movie three times in theaters. I loved it so much. I only saw, and it I've watched time. it. At, I've at least seen it six times since. I loved it mm-hmm. that much. True, but so, I. I do remember people being really grumpy about Luke. And I just remember being like, why? Yeah. why? He he was whiny in A New Hope. He was egotistical and lost in Empire. In, and he was Empire. made to look like an idiot through most of Return of the Jedi. I don't think that's true. I think in, in Return of the Jedi, he... Jabba he the Hutt straight laughed to... at him for trying to use the Force. Well, yeah, because I mean that happened to Qui Gon mm-hmm. in the fucking in the fucking prequels. Yeah, and look what happened to him. Like, they... <laughs> anyway, back to the prequels. Oh yeah, back so to the good I think segue. That there's a lot. I think there's a lot of good stuff in the prequels. Oh. I just think that it should have been directed by somebody else. I because I, yeah, Hayden, Hayden Christensen is in. I think he's incredible as Anakin Skywalker. That kid is torn apart from the inside out because he's battling his fear of losing the woman he loves. He is battling um, questioning his leaders, and that shit will and that shit will tear you apart. And like the Jedi Order tells you, you can't love anybody, and you're also not allowed to um, second guess yourself. You're not allowed to be afraid. You're not allowed to be angry when all of this stuff is what. It's it's being a person. You have emotions, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're like, "Don't do that, or you're going to be a fucking bad guy." And this kid, he's getting torn apart, like you know, inside and out. He saw his mom die. He mm-hmm. held her as she died, and like the way he plays him, the the scared, angry, fucking crying child. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's I think he's brilliant as Anakin Skywalker, and I think that anything that comes off as bad in the prequels is because of how George Lucas directed him because George Lucas is not that good of a movie director. No. And that's the biggest problem with those movies is that everything felt so weird and awkward. And it It, was like, because these these scenes are being shot for the sole purpose. George Lucas got a hard on for a CG effect and he just needs to do it. Yeah. So, and like, there's a, there's like, you know, there was like early drafts of the of Attack of the Clones, which is te- technically the worst. Like I think everybody would agree that it's the worst Star Wars. The movie worst because because it's bloated with that fucking love story between Anakin and Padme, mm-hmm. which it makes sense that they needed to show it, but they didn't need to show it to that extent. They could have focused on other things. Those prequels could have been one, one of, movie. One, I disagree. They could have been Re- one Revenge fucking of, Revenge of the. Revenge of the Sith is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, that could have been the second act of the movie. You could have condensed all three of those movies into one movie because you're you're telling people to buy three movie tickets just to see the character you know at the end. That's it. (laughs) Like it's stupid. That is true. It's fucking stupid. You could pay money for one movie ticket, and it could have been one film. There wouldn't have been no fluff, no stuff. It starts with him as a little kid, time travel a little bit. To when he's a teenager, dealing with all of his hormones, then flash forward a little bit further, and now we're in the Jedi Order. But, 
we're all good. But yeah, but with these three movies, you also see the progression of how Palpatine rose to power and how he took it. Because mm-hmm. it was all like manipulated from like 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 the power that was relinquished by the Republic was it was completely manipulated out of their hands by Palpatine, which is brilliant. He really is a great villain and like I don't want yeah. anybody to think that be- because I'm mad he showed up in Rise of Skywalker, I don't think he's a great character. He's a great character, but he's fucking dead. He died at the end of Return of the Jedi. No, he didn't. He Four died. Hours. There's an ex- Oh my fucking god. If Luke <sighs> if Luke Skywalker can fall into a fucking exhaust pipe and live in Empire, Palpatine can fall down a fucking well and live in Return of the Jedi. It's just Luke. It's just science. It is Star Wars science, that, baby. No, no, no. You know what? You're, you're, you're right. That that could have happened, mm-hmm. but you see the explosion at the end of the pit when Palpatine hits the bottom, and then also, oh, what happens? The Death Star blows up. There's no way he would have survived. He that. got away. He got away. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I thought in Revenge uh, of the Sith. I thought in uh, Reven- Rise of the Skywalker they said something about how he wasn't like actually like physically present like his force energy was so strong that he was able to live outside of his physical form yeah 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 yak it okay for the for the spotify <laughs> folks you can't you can't see frank is doing I'm jerking air, the air aerial off. jerk because I'm, he's like I'm jerking the air he's off. making up a star it's a load of shit it's a load of shit fuck that, that i that, I mean, remember how the, remember how this was going to be a short episode? I think we should put a cap on it. Was, it. Could, it was going to be about... a short episode, but we started talking about Star Wars and how bullshit. Basically, <laughs> nine nine movies of space ninjas is basically a fucking stupid plot point, <laughs> and it's all about what's in between that makes it good. It's what I've anyway, had to tell people I when think... they argue about it. I'm like, yo, dude, it's, think... it's space ninjas. Fuck off. Like, I think it's true. I think we should tap out here. Um, thanks that, for listening. That's a good place um, to tap. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Adult Crash Podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Adult Crash Podcast. That's what the handle is, at Adult Crash Podcast. Um, you can follow us at our handles at the bottom of the screen. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Adult Crash Pod. Um, if you want to reach us by email, email, yep. email adultcrashpod at gmail.com. Um, we got a request to watch a Gundam movie. Um, so we'll probably be doing that in like yes. the next coming weeks. Um, but yeah, so if there's something you want to hear us talk about, you want to hear us like, you know, you don't like it and you want us to hear, hear us talk shit about it, mm-hmm. or you do like it and you want to hear our opinion on it and not be too harsh, um, please just hit us up at any of these places. You can DM us, email us, comment on our YouTube, whatever. Just let us yeah. know what you want us to hear talk want to hear us talk about and We'll be happy to do it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about um, your post about starting to enjoy ska, and then. Um, oh God! All right, we'll and, talk about and, that on the next episode. And put right? that on the level of you can't give me shit for new metal anymore. Um, <laughs> Dude, the Mighty Mighty Boss tones rock. They do. They and do. That's all. That's well, all I'm gonna say. Um, Thanks for I'm, listening. I'm gonna 100 agree podcast. with you. Episode seven. We're gonna argue about music. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right.